Hi there, my name is Tom Bell and welcome to my 5 Minute Friday podcast on the 10th of November. I'm a trainer and author and a speaker and this year I will not be wearing my poppy. I've made the decision that my actions throughout the year should be the real test of my respect and gratitude for those who have fallen in defence of democracy. Some of you may recall the contentious line from Alan Bennett's great film, The History Boys, where he says, there's no better way of forgetting something than by commemorating it. And recently I've been reading about the forms of commemoration that we collectively participate in at this time of year. And there seems to be a focus on symbols, icons, and processes of remembrance. However, there doesn't seem to be a great deal of thought given to the behaviors befitting of remembrance or of learning from the mistakes of our past. It always seems slightly hypocritical to me that we let our politicians lead the commemorations while we simultaneously even entertain their latest dishonesty. Perhaps we feel it's okay as long as they commemorate the fallen once a year. But I think society has largely forgotten. So I think we should just stop kidding ourselves. We hear it, don't we? Lest we forget, lest we forget. We keep hearing it, saying it. But what does it mean and what should it mean? What are we remembering? What should we be remembering? And what are the things that we should never forget? I think the wearing of a poppy and the repeating of the phrase has become a bit of a fig leaf for those who would prefer us not to remember what they've done or who would like to shape our collective memory about what they think we should remember. My wife's grandfather, as my own did, uh, fought in World War II. And like many of that generation, he was under absolutely no illusions that the post-war society he was living in was not turning into the one that he had fought for. For him, Walter was his name, democracy was still very much a work in progress. And in his later years, he became increasingly and perhaps justifiably resentful of how he and his surviving friends had been treated. And he became really tired of listening to well-paid, publicly funded people sitting behind large, expensive desks, explaining why he should be able to survive on a pension that was both an insult to what he had been through and was quite simply not enough to live on. And he was not a man with extravagant tastes. You know, he liked three pints of mild and a couple of cigars. That was his idea of a, of a great time. I have to say, I don't see a society that fuels a growing divide that lets its most vulnerable suffer whilst condoning corporate and personal tax avoidance is a respectful tribute to the fallen. I don't see a society that tolerates food banks as respectful to the fallen. I don't see lords who, you know, profit from a public health crisis. That's absolutely not respectful of the fallen. And I don't see the charging of tuition fees and the saddling of our young people with debt in exchange for a ticket to the world of employment as a respectful act to the fallen. I I, I just do not get it. To me, there is little evidence that the political and public infrastructure that we collectively pay for is treating those who defended it and those who need it with any dignity or respect. I don't see us treating those who need to claim benefits, including ex-veterans, with the humanity that we are all individually entitled to. It's, you know, the greatest tribute we can pay is in our daily behaviours and actions. And that goes for all of us. You know, commemorations are just, they should just be prompts that encourage us to behave differently, to give more and to expect more from a democracy that, that remains a work in progress. You shouldn't make the mistake of thinking that democracy is not a work in progress. It is constantly under attack from people who have an agenda, who would like it to be less than it is and certainly less than it can be but you know we we shouldn't forget that the democracy that we have here in the uk whatever we think of it that has cost a lot of people their lives to defend and 
And, you know, remembering the fallen and honouring those who died in defence of democracy is a daily activity, not an annual event. You know, it shouldn't be rather like going to the, the priest once a year and confession that, you know, you've been terrible throughout the year, but as long as you come on this one occasion and, and say you're very sorry that everything's all right. And when I say remembering in a daily basis, I don't mean, you know, in a painful masochistic sense. I just mean in the way that we behave, in the way that we are with each other, that we demonstrate kindness and compassion and understanding. Um, I mean, the people, gee whiz, the list of people that must have stood in front of the cenotaph with a poppy on who, you know, would, would pass off quite nicely as one of Satan's children and, you know, particularly current members of the Conservative Party. That is, it's, it just makes an absolute mockery of it. And while we're at it, let's debunk the notion that selling poppies to prop up the coffers of charities who are there to provide support to veterans in the absence of support from the state is a fitting tribute as well. You know, we'll be celebrating food banks soon, won't we? Charity is making beggars of us all in this country. And it's a disgrace that our country leaves veterans to struggle with their mental health, to sleep homeless and to take their own lives in record numbers. As I say, the tribute we make is in our actions, behaviours and in our judgment of the actions and behaviours of those who lead our institutions. We need to constantly be asking and answering the challenge that Lord George gave us, Lloyd George even, gave us and answer honestly. Have we made Britain a fit country for heroes to live in? As ever, thank you for listening. Stay safe, stay sane and stay solvent if you can. Have a good weekend.